How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Welcome to Playful Podcast, your guide into the underground scene where we discover topics on kink and electronic music every week. Don't forget to subscribe to not miss out on our next episode. We are excited to be here today with DJ, producer, label owner and creative alien, Ellen Alien. In this conversation we speak about having grown up in West Berlin and how the city changed, who she was as a teenager and how the journal looked before being able to work with music full time, living in a squat and working in a record store. We also speak about the change of the techno scene as well as about her knee injury and how switching from alcohol to weed helped her heal and much more. Let's get to it. I am Amanda and this is Playful Podcast. If you would describe yourself using three words, what would you say? Um, uh, mm, in three words, uh, <laughs> I would say um, I'm a very curious person. As a curious, I'm curious. Um, I like to fly. <laughs> And I like to understand things around me in my way. Yeah. <laughs> very, very smart. Especially the last one felt so uh, like describing in a way I haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think that you were the same person as a like teenager? Mm. Or who were no, you like in school? I think no, 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 no. I mean, there are some cari- also some parts of me, of course. There's, uh, it's still me since I'm born. I mean, this is me, but I changed also in the way I adapted uh, because of my lifestyle, mm. and yeah. And I do that, I think, every day a little bit because uh, I think we are, the human being uh, is influenced by everything around us and things also we don't see. Mm, Yes. Yeah. So like in school, you know, some people are like the in kids or the cool ones in the Mm -hmm. class or like the quiet ones or like the... Mm -hmm. People who are like nerdy. Who are you, would you say? I think as a kid I was like a bit shy. Um, but if it was about um, doing what I wanted or um, maybe um, I remember one thing in school. One guy pushed me really strong and I was always in this age, back in the days, there was always this competition between girls has to be, has to have the role of the girl and the guys were always the stronger guys that can decide things. And one guy, he pushed me very strong. And then I was thinking like, that's enough now. I don't want that a guy is pushing me anymore or treating me bad because they're stronger. So I took his hand turning him around me in the classroom like this and let the hand uh, um, let loose. loose that he can, f- that he can f- fell by himself a little bit, not really strong, very lightly. But it was enough that the guys let me uh, in peace. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I was shy, but on the other way, um, I liked as a kid always to be fair because the way I grew up uh, with my sister and we have a big family around like aunts and cousins. So um, I, grew up with, I grew up with my sister in one room for many years. So um, I learned to be uh, very early to share things and to be social. So, yeah. Is it little sister or older sister? Uh, she's older than me. And we are very different also. Um, but we are very uh, close to each other. <laughs> yeah. I think you also mentioned her before uh, that she's very pure hearted, I think you said. Yeah, she's a pure heart. And it's also so nice every time we, we meet each other. It's like we know her so well. You know, family is like, they know you from the beginning, you know, when you're born, I mean, my sister. So I, I, not from the beginning, but, uh, um, so you, they know everything. So this is very beautiful. Yeah. I think so. There's no show. There's nothing you have to hide or it's just, it's you and the person and direct on the point, you know, yeah. in the conversation or talking about, um, yeah, things are very important uh, for us directly. Yeah, without filter. Without filters and um, very intense conversations. Yeah, mm. it's good to have a sister. Yeah. Or brother or whatever. Yeah, but um, I always connect you with like uh, a channel for freedom. Like within you are like, you feel uh, there's something about you that feels like freedom loving and also through your music it's like lifting that kind of energy to me and I do you think that uh, because since you also grew up in West Berlin and have been like not able to maybe feel so free always or did you feel free even there okay I'm from the west side um, so I seen the wall coming down blah blah mm. And I felt very uh, much in the prison mm. in Berlin. I felt uh, not free because when you pass by the wall, it was very military and very uh, aggressive. So also in the city, they in the, in the park, in the parks or in the forests, they made uh, military. Uh, school or uh, exercises so many times I could hear guns or whatever trainings so um, I felt the first time in peace I think when the wall came down and then everything changed for me yeah my feeling to the city or the vibe of the city uh, my friend changed, my behaviors, yeah. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Do you think that uh, it was important then for you to feel, to never feel like closed, you know, like in a prison again, to feel free and to be able to make, you know, be in charge kind of? I think um, the way I grew up, grew up in Berlin was worse around it. Mm, I'm searching always for freedom. And I want to give also people freedom to tell me what they think or they can do whatever they want, uh, at least if they're um, not hurting around them, you know, or something. So for me, it was very important to build up my own island or with a, a community, I would say. It's not my own, it's a community what I'm doing. And um, to stay with people or being surrounded by creative people where we can exchange ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. And this, I think it's very important for me because of the history of Berlin. Um, 
And also, I'm not the person waiting for something. I don't ask so much people do this for me or that or this. Um, so I make things happen in the way I am. Yeah. <laughs> and how I do it, I don't know, but it's, it's yeah. I think if you if um, naturally instinct and yeah, I don't know. Maybe not so aggressive. Yeah, you have a lifestyle. My lifestyle is not so aggressive, I would say. <laughs> Just traveling the world every week. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but this is something blooming. Yeah. Uh, traveling for me is uh, recovering the world and meeting people, talking with them while dinner or... It's a different kind of stress. Like it's it's not stressful. It's you. more understanding the world, what's going on, because something is written in the newspaper or what you see in TV or whatever uh, is not what really happened often in countries. So for me, it's very important to go in these countries, seeing what's going on and exchanging um, with the people of our community, uh, art community, what's going on there. Yeah. I want to know what's going on in the world. So for me, traveling is a part, of, not only a, a part of my life, of my job. It's a part, it's a part of um, see, um, seeing the wonderful world. And Mother Earth is so beautiful. And on the other side, uh, there's a lot of mess going on, what people doing or beautiful things, whatever. So I want to know that. Yeah. I don't want to sit with my ass in Berlin all the time. No. No, <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> no, but you, you mentioned... I don't want to be uh, surrounded by a wall again. No, exactly. I, can ima I, I cannot even imagine how that must be. Like, but I think it's just... Uh, I don't know. I, I just feel that the, maybe it's also the reason why you can create such a freedom feeling through your music, you know? That maybe the bad things there made you like develop the strong energy to give that i think um something else when i look back when i was a child i have all these memories for birthdays or when we put on record home And my mother started dancing and it was like this moments of happiness, you know, when you sing the songs or on the radio comes a song and then we sing and it's like, um, or my sister shows me records, you know, and then we listen to this or I listen uh, after school to this music and then I start uh, putting dresses on and... Um, try to be a pop star singing, you know, playing this, what we all did, you know. And um, so when I remember, when I was a child, it made me always happy music, you know. And it was always a possibility for me to jump into another world, in my own world. So, and it's still like this. When I play my favorite music I love and mix them together in a different way I never did maybe before, I just fly high, like, the highest drug I can have. Mixing sounds together, I never mixed maybe. Vocals, I play a lot of vocals, melodies, so constantly I'm thinking like, okay, where am I going to go now? <laughs> so, <laughs> and um, it's so uplifting tones for my brain. Um, it's a kind of addiction. Mm. But uh, It's my own addiction. I just live. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's clear that you love it. Like you breathe it. You it's like within every. I think it's addiction. Yeah, um, but you still choose to have your base in Berlin still to this day. What would you say is the best part of this city? I mean, mm, of course, here's my family, and uh, best part of the city are the people here. Uh, that's why I always come back. Because if I stay in other places longer, I miss my Berliners and the kind, yeah, that kind of persons I meet here. Uh, it's more modern, it's more open-minded, it's more queer. It's like so many people come here to feel free or finding themselves or whatever they are searching for, and. 
I love that. I like also to go in clubs and see different people all the time, not always the same. So in Berlin constantly, so the scene changes a bit because m people move in and out. And yeah, new artists moving always here. So we are signing from Beach and Beach. Artists that just moved here, having their own life stories mm. and their own idea of creating sounds. Mm. I think, yeah, the music and the people keep, keeps, yeah, the club scene keeps me here. Mm. Otherwise, I would live uh, in a country or in a place with a, with a sea in front of me. Mm. Yeah. I miss so much the sea here. That's the only thing I'm missing. <laughs> I agree, especially in the summer. In the <laughs> or summer, in the winter too, actually. Winter too. <laughs> winter too, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all the time I have to go somewhere where's the sea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. But, um, But for work, for me, it's here the base, my working base. Also here, I um, it's the best place to make music. Here, here I can be creative. Yeah, I don't know why. Just I think because Berlin is not so beautiful and then I need something to do. Which make, makes it more beautiful and then it's music. Or meeting my friends and eating <laughs> together. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the energy when the wall came down, you have been speaking a little bit about before. Do you think somehow that the Berlin today has part of the same energy as it did back then? No, it's completely different. Back in the days, you meet the same people in the bar, you meet the same people in the club always same faces and then one point the scene collapsed a little bit because there was a sellout with love rate and club scene, uh, club scene became a little bit smaller um, and new people moved to Berlin brought with energy clubs became more busy again and all these creative people moved here are part of Berlin now of the new Berlin And for me now, nowadays, I prefer Berlin now than back in the days. Because back in the days, what everybody thinks, like, oh, this techno community was so... Um, there was also a sellout more than now with the love rate and Mayday and Low Spirit, chart music, yeah, happy core in, in, in the charts. So... Um, Or trance music on the charts, in the German dance charts. Yeah. And so for me now, how the club design uh, has a standard now. It's on a, such a high level of clubbing. Uh, it's uh, just congratulations all promoters, club owners. Uh, yeah. And dreamers to do that. Uh, you also mentioned your uh, community and everything that you have that is here in Berlin um, with the label and everything. And something that you are doing so great is that you lift um, also young or newer producers and, you know, find new talents and bring them on like with you. Um, was there ever a time when you were a new producer that someone helped, like, brought you with them to their up? Yeah, I had. Uh, uh, I think for every artist, it's important to have good advisors. Um, whoever it is, your friend, your manager, or your agent, or other artists. So, um, I think the first advice is which were really important or a good school for me was Hardwax, where I bought all my records um, because it's, they had always a good catalog of music and I had very good talks there also when I picked up a not so cool record. Mm, Alan, here's a better one because this one, somebody sampled this and that, you know, so I had really good teachers and then I worked also in a record shop, Delirium, uh, record shop, Delirium. I uh, learned a lot there. Kid Paul was running this uh, record store. <sighs> E-Work, Trisor, Dimitri was my techno mentor. Mm -hmm. uh, I was living um, in the squad next to the bar he was running back in the days with Achim Kohlenberger. 
And I started working there as a barkeeper to pay my school. How old were you then? Uh, very young. Very young, yeah. <laughs> young. Amazing. I can't remember. Young. Yeah. Teenager. Yeah. Just out of teenaging age. And um, so uh, I worked there. He teached me a lot and all the time still. Mm. I mean, still. I, it's so amazing. Still, there are so many people uh, I'm talking with or, um, or we exchange things. Also with my flat mate, Miro, uh, when we talk about music and we're sitting on the sofa and talking about this track or that track or I listen to his podcast or he, he asked me on we are having a conversation about music. It's, um, it's art. Yeah. Yeah, and... I think also an art is important to have also people where you have a discourse, where you not maybe confirm what they're saying and you have a longer conversation about things. And I mean, there are many things to talk now uh, in our big uh, music scene now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when you are looking for new uh, uh, artists and producers, what's something that you think about? Or that is important for you? I mean, we are not really searching. It comes through the way. Um, if you listen to music, um, we want to hear something um, which is not the copy of the copy, maybe. Or, But this is hard to say because everything was there. The nine right existence ever. And um, it has to be, it has to, yeah, it has to have a spirit. You know, you I can hear um, if the track is made um, fast to do something like something exists already, or if something made artistically, I can hear that. I don't know how I do that, but I I think I can hear that, and I want to hear the person. You know, I want to hear something um, which catches me. Make makes me dreamy or whatever opens the emotion in me. Um, yeah, yeah. And speaking of that, um, what is like a sound that you think is um, missing at this time? Or like, if there's missing something, I would do it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So you know, I constantly playing edits because I miss this. Yeah. I don't find the music really like sometimes I want to play and then I find a way to play something I want. So yeah. <laughs> For example, I love vocals, so I play a lot of edits with vocals, making techno versions, and just to play what I love, what I'm missing. Mm. Also, also when I play, I miss this. Then, so, or also when I go in the club, sometimes I think, oh, why is this not coming now? And <laughs> <laughs> but the, so the scene is like becoming. You also talked about the the, the commercializing commercial whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of, the of the scene that it was also during uh, the lab period in the nineties also, but it's also like the scene is evolving a lot very rapidly right now also also i think we have to categorize also, there is a club scene mm. there is a rave scene i would say maybe um illegal parties yeah those are raves i would say illegal parties and then there are club djs or more underground djs and there are commercial djs now they have a setup to grow fast and to play all these big festivals because i like that and they have a community of those people around them and they enjoy that. And um, so we have completely different scenes. Um, for me, uh, in my case, I am searching for communities. Um, I like to create communities. I like to be a be. I need to be a part of a community. This is for music. If I'm too isolated, I, I feel not good. Yeah. I can't think only about myself. It's not in my character. No. I'm not a narcissist. So, um, 
I think at the moment there is everything there in the scene. We just have to um, find spaces where we can uh, create, maybe finding studios where we make uh, music or finding places where we can open clubs or record shops. This is very important that we have space. And until now we have space. <laughs> Let's hope. Yeah, we will find always space. If it's not in the center of Berlin, it will be a little bit more outside. But around Berlin, it's a lot of space still. Yeah. You don't have to, people moving to Berlin saying always to me, oh, the rent is so expensive. I said, you know what? You don't have to live in the middle of Berlin. If you want to move to Berlin, you have to be apart from Berlin. You have to build something also in Berlin. So go in, in another, uh, uh, um, maybe a bit outside of the center. And build something for the city, make it more beautiful in this area. Mm. You know, you can't think you live in the center where everything is, restaurants, everything is settled, that the rent is low. It's not possible in a big city. I mean, this is a dream. You know, then and then go a little bit outside, um, yeah, and their space. Yeah, and I love that, like giving back and help to create something, but not just come to a place and, you know, and expect it to be served. Like, you know, I yeah. think that's... Yeah. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Expect to be served. Yeah, here's my yoga studio. There's my coffee. I can drink my coffee. Everything is set. I pay 500 euros. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I mean, we are living in the capitalism, and if there's everything structured, of course, ciao. There's mm. not much space. Everybody wants to live there. But there's so many nice places. Also, I mean, there were RSOs. I like this area. There's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of space still and it's Sure is a lot of space. Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's not, it's actually central. Yeah, it's central. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any fears for the scene? Fears? No. Yeah. No. I think uh, important is when you feel fear, maybe you're not active enough. Yeah, when I feel fear, um, this is, means you don't move on. Yeah, and if you want, if you fear, I think you need to do something to help the scene or to mm, be in the, your community and build something up. Mm. Yeah, and as long as we have communities, uh, we uh, we run our parties by ourselves, anyways. I mean, maybe you fear for it's getting too big. Yeah, you're right. It's actually <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what is... Uh, it's electronic music. It's in, uh, Madonna has a 909 in her tracks, 808, since ever in pop music. Yeah. Um, many DJs playing uh, pop music in their techno sets and they call it techno and it's a mess of... Britney Spears, Madonna bullshit, and they call it techno or hardcore or whatever. <laughs> and then they're talking about uh, it's getting too big. Um, I don't know who said that, but I can understand maybe if you, if you, um, if you like your small community, but there is always a small community. Maybe the big community breaks. Yeah. 
I think this more, you know, that that that's goes maybe more in other directions, maybe away from tech news, maybe tech house is getting bigger, or maybe um, yeah. different kind of uh, electronic genres uh, techno DJ wouldn't play. Um, I think with techno, I, I go to many punk concerts, yeah. Uh, nice uh, venues here in Berlin, uh, 300 capacity, and they exist since ever. You know, SS, uh, SS36 is there since ever, and uh, it's open six times each week with events. And um, I think if you have fear, then you have to move on. It's stuck with me what you said, like that you're being passive. If you have fear, you're being too passive. You yeah, you're too passive, yeah. Maybe um, too lazy or you can't move on because uh, maybe a little bit uh, mm, depressed yeah. feelings. Many people, many people I know are depressed mm. and they can't move on. This is very uh, sad. Um, but I think in Berlin we have so many uh, little events here and there you don't have to go in the big clubs here. You can go every weekend, uh, five times each week, and, 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 and uh, you can party five times each week mm. here in Berlin. Yeah, we're blessed. Yeah, no name parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Also wanted to I to talk about because I know that you injured your foot some a year ago or was it two years ago? Oh. I what happened? You injured your foot? Ah, my knee. Ah, your knee it was. My knee, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. But you said that you healed so, yeah, like you healed so quickly. <laughs> and you also like um, stopped drinking. Yeah. And it was like you had, you were like kind of changing your lifestyle a little bit, no? No, I mean, it was after Corona. I, I played at third room in Essen, uh, a warehouse. It was really dark. And on the way to the DJ booth, there was something in the on the way, uh, something holding the lights, and I fell over. And ah. it was not with lightning. I didn't see it. Um, and to hold myself, I had to jump on my knee, not to fall with my head on the monitoring. So I was in front of Fels Fatal, like this, like like, like a kefir, like an insect is <laughs> falling on the back. Ellen, you have to play it, so time. <laughs> I'm lying what on the floor. Doing, I said, oh, I can't. Screaming, ambulance. <laughs> because I, oh I put I put my, my um, trousers up, looking on my knee. I couldn't move it because it was hurting like antlers. Looking, and there was one bone here and one bone there. <laughs> I said, okay, I broke something. So ambulance came. <laughs> then I took... Uh, the ambulance said, okay, we can do the operation. It was Monday morning. You can do the operation. We can do the operation on Thursday in Essen. Thursday? I said, ah, if I would do it here and I would go back to Berlin, it hurts more, no? And the ambulance said, yeah, yeah, then it's not good to move on so much. I said, okay, um, do we have maybe ambulance to bring me to Berlin? They said, no, we don't have. I said, okay, then I take taxi. What city were you in? In Essen. Then I in took, Essen, that's I took a taxi. With my knee. Broken. Alone? No, you had a girlfriend. Oh my God. <laughs> Morphine? They gave me something. Oh, yeah. thank God, at least. <coughs> they gave me something, yeah. But I, it was possible to uh, to travel like that. So I called uh, my boyfriend and then my booker. My booker said, um, my agent said, uh, ah, I know somebody in the hospital, in charity, a doctor, and... Then I went there and everything was good. Yeah. So, and then uh, I had to stay home for three months or something. Uh, I stopped alcohol. Oh, I yeah. started smoking joints. <laughs> and um, it was healing quite well that I could play. Or, yeah, after, I don't know when I started playing. There was Corona between again and then I started playing. Mm. But I have to say, this was not a nice experience. And, oh, uh, so kids take care and clubs when it's dark. <laughs> and the people who are organizing the lights and the cables, make sure they're not <laughs> dangerously yeah. put. Yeah, this was a little bit... Mm. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but okay. And do you think that stop drinking to stop drinking alcohol is also something that helped you uh, or like start smoking weed that it helped the body heal quicker also? Yeah, of course, alcohol is for me uh, it's very funny. I love tequila. <laughs> Makes me very funny. <laughs> um but it's um I felt when I had a red wine and um there my my knee was uh, swollen next day mm. you know and every time i didn't drink it was better so then of course you i stopped drinking and now i don't drink so much anymore i love smoking when i play now i smoke joints good hashish and um it makes me very feeling nice like trippy with the music and then the lights um flying around and i feel very um i feel more me yeah then with alcohol sometimes i think it's uh i'm losing it my 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 feelings also yeah, you go more outside or like up in the top of the head and not so deep in the body right yeah it's more hysteric <laughs> hysteric yeah yeah i think i mean it's yeah. fun but i prefer smoking now and also mm, this cheap alcohol in clubs i don't like so much <laughs> doesn't taste good so yeah mm. if they have a good tequila it's okay <laughs> so hashish is i think uh, they should legalize it i think this is medicine because I feel also I don't need to smoke every day. Don't make me so addictive, like alcohol. Mm. I smoke when I feel uh, more like maybe nervous or mm. or I went to Berghain and then I took uh, on Sunday and then we we had a little gummy bärchen with grass for Malay, like oh. and so it was really good. Only half, and then uh, Ruby played. Rubenstein, mm, it was really good. <laughs> Great memories. You're selling it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it should be legalized in, in Berlin, in Germany, everywhere in the world. Yeah. Um, it feels like you are also, or I think we have spoken about this sometime, like that you're like, um, you can feel energies very easily. Mm-hmm. Is this something you believe you were always sensitive to, various energies, or is something that you learned? I think I had this always. Like, uh, I seen, I can, also as a kid. Um, mm, but of course, I think the music opened more channels as an artist, also the way I'm living. Because everything I'm doing, I mean, back in the days, um, I worked with my body a lot, like acrobatics and stuff. So I'm a very physical person. And um, yeah, I feel energy is very fast in the room. If there's bad or good energy, I think I'm born like that. Mm. And of course, trained from from playing music, being with so many different people in the, from the world. I learned a lot and um yeah. Yeah. When I'm just also learning. Yeah. Yeah. When you enter uh a club and you feel the energy is low, do you are you confident that you can bring it up or are you ever like, oh, this is heavy, this is difficult or as it's up to the moment, if I'm tired, I'm not uh, able to stay there and I leave. Because it makes me more tired, heavy vibes. Sometimes I go in clubs because I played three times or two times. And when I go out in clubs, it's Sunday in Berlin. And mostly I played already. And then uh, sometimes I'm very tired. But if I want to go out, I go. And if it's heavy, I leave. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm not tired and it's heavy, I change it. <laughs> you change it? Yeah, I change it with my friends. Yeah, exactly. We have fun anyway. Yeah. I don't care what's going on. We, yeah, in our groups and you know. Yeah, <laughs> but when you play yourself and you kind of you enter the club mm-hmm. from that angle instead, and you feel it's like heavy and you are there to like, do you feel that people like 
do you feel that you expect from yourself to to change the energy in the whole room with your music or do you feel sometimes that wow this is gonna be like you mean when i play mm -hmm. yeah sometimes i enter the club i mean every time i enter the club i going around and absorbing the vibes mm. and then i think how i gonna change it Also so it's sometimes I play harder from the beginning than the other. Or I go down to change something completely music-wise. Because I have to clean up first. Like an alchemist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's up to the situation, yeah. And oh. also how the club design is built. Mm -hmm. It's often also it's a high ceiling, low ceiling. What kind of uh, structure the club has on the walls. How is the lightning? Often I tell the light man, please stop the pink light and no white light. Red only. <laughs> I can't. It makes me very nervous if I have uh, nervous lights uh -huh. when I play. Um, it's, it kills completely often the vibe. Light. And if it reminds me a discotheque, then it's over for me. Yeah. You know, like pink, or many people use pink light now, or blue and white. And for me, it's a sign of discotheques. Yeah. Also the way they uh, play it sometimes. Um, then I ask for uh, one color light. But they change anyway then when they want. They make it one hour and then, and then oh, please. <laughs> Can you turn off the lights, please, again? Oh, my God. I, yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, you, you got to have, you got to know what you work with a little bit. Like, you, they're going to help a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, what you, what you asked, the question is very, very important also for every DJ. What do you have in your mind, um, to change what do you want to say when you play you know i mean um are you playing the hits of the last two months yeah or you uh, make a big research before you have shows and do something amazing what not everybody does and so for me it's very important to do something different in my way Because this makes me also more happy. Mm. How I see a club. Because I have a different idea, maybe you or another person. Um, but I want to give the people when they go home. And how I bring them home with the music I played. Mm. And yeah. Mm. Uh, research. Research. <laughs> yeah. Digging uh, is the key of DJing. If somebody's not digging, I hear that directly. Um, and then I leave the room. <laughs> Great tips. I mean, every sound has, a, I say always, every sound on earth um, is important because makes one person happy, it's okay. But not everything makes me happy, so then I leave. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so valid. Like... <laughs> Because we, like, yeah, it's so valid. Don't stay in and force or, like, you know, sometimes some things you shouldn't force, right? Mm. Um, you also were into a little bit that you used to be an acrobat, <laughs> do acrobatics. Do you think, uh, or, like, what would you work with if you wouldn't, or if music wouldn't have been an option, do you think? Mm, 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 mm. Something artistic, of you, in um, painting, whatever. Yeah. It's also, um, the questions of time, you know, uh, yeah, there are many things I could do also now, these days, you know, because I have no time at the moment. Let's see what comes. Let's see what comes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Except if you could choose, like, because you mentioned that if you wouldn't be in Berlin, you would maybe live close to the ocean. If you would have a summer house somewhere in the world and there's no, like, w there's the distance isn't a problem. Like, you can get there within an hour, any depend no depending on wherever it is. Where do you think you would go? 
or half? Ah, it would be between Rome and uh, Napoli. Between oh, okay. On the coast, yeah. Yeah. Is there <laughs> something like... Okay, the, so have you been there a lot? No, but I like this area and um, I know some places there. Uh, it's um, very beautiful there. The sea is nice. It's not so hectic. It's close where I'm working. It's not too far. I mean, there are so many Island and Brazil, Colombia, India. There's, oh, there's, Earth is so beautiful. New Zealand, Australia. I just yeah. played in Australia. It was just wow. You know, the sea, the city, Sydney, directly by the sea. Um, but if I would choose now, I would say it would be because I love food in Italy, I love the sea there a lot, it's a very beautiful uh, soft sea mm. and I love the plants there, all the flowers and these little hills, I like I love the nature there a lot yeah, oh, it's beautiful. I'm going this summer. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we have come to the this or that section. Oh, yeah. It's either this or it's that. This is this or that. FKK or bathing suit? FKK. Like a real German. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up with FKK. I'm from yeah. Berlin. <laughs> I love it. With my mom, we went always to FKK. Teufelsee, one see. Oh, sweet. Um, okay, daytime partying or nighttime? Oh, that's difficult. Mm. I love daytime. Same. Okay, <laughs> Ibiza or Los Angeles? Oh. <laughs> Ganya from Ibiza. Ibiza. <laughs> it's closer. <laughs> True. But you really enjoy the Ganya in Los Angeles. I like the smoke, the weed. But yeah, you can probably get it to Ibiza too. Yeah. <laughs> I I go this week and then um, on the weekend I'm going to LA and I'm going to buy some. <laughs> Perfect. Bring them back here. <laughs> Share with my friends. Lovely. <laughs> I give you some. <laughs> um, r- rap or heavy metal? Heavy metal. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, was the techno better on the 90s or is it better today? Today. Yeah. Uh, summer or winter? Summer. Yeah, that was obvious. Okay, Swedish <laughs> House Mafia or Skrillex? Oh, neither. <laughs> Nothing, no. I can't not, decide, no. It's not possible. Not even not 0.1% nee. better than nee, that. I can't. Nee. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Bergheim or old Griesemule? Old Griesemule. Oh. <laughs> no, also Bergheim. <laughs> yeah. It's also not easy. No, so they're different. Okay, I say Bergheim because the old Griesemule is not there anymore. We have RSO. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Good. You could you could you found your way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, front row raver or dancing by yourself from a bit distance. Again. Like front row raver standing just in front of the booth or a little bit beside the crowd. In front of the booth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke <laughs> Smoky Kneipe or uh cocktail bar. Cocktail bar. Yeah. Eh, well, I like the smoky knipers. But yeah, okay. Mm, yeah. It's yeah. because we don't have them like in other places. They're closing down everywhere except here. Yeah, like, it's true. It's, it's nice. Like a museum. It's a stinky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think about it when I drink my beers so much. I mean, mm, cocktail bar is also, which cocktail bar is cool in Berlin? It's difficult. Yeah. There's. Who? No, there are some nice ones. Yeah. I'm really bad with names, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, there are some nice ones. I, yeah, but it's true. I like the environment more in old knipes, but sometimes yeah, the cocktail. Like, I love to have a good cocktail. Yeah, good cocktail. Uh, margarita. Oh, oh, my margarita. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Best one. Okay, Bloody Mary or Margarita? Yeah, Bloody Mary. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then Smoky Bars is right. There's more. There's one across SS36. It's really cool. Punk bar, old one. Yeah. You know this one? No. You go. Yeah, I yeah, have to it's go. It's really cool. It's in, where did you say? Uh, across the street of SO36. Ah, okay. It's a punk bar and all the punks go before drinking beer and then they go to the concert. 
And just buys really cool with all the stickers and I love that. Yeah, the the Check energy. It it's like the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you eight or tram? Hmm? The uh, Uban number eight. Ah. Or tram. 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 More airy. Yeah, more airy. <laughs> <laughs> Vespa or a cabriolet? Vespa. Vespa, yeah. <laughs> or it's also not easy. <laughs> no, but in Italy, it's nice with the Vespa. Yeah, it's it Vespa. fits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, this one is tricky. Balcony stream and balcony stream and lockdown again, or never playing vinyl again. balcony never playing vinyl again is not possible <laughs> okay <laughs> no we no. have an answer you find also another way to play our balconies we will find another place <laughs> yeah yeah okay uh tinder or meeting at a bar meeting at the bar yeah <laughs> then you can feel the energy better than from a photo yeah i need to always stay with the guys when i meet someone uh First talk, very close. And if I feel energy, okay. If not, there's no energy, I don't date. Ah, you stand close with them yeah. because then you see... Yeah, I, I stay close. Yeah. And then if, if there's nothing going on because I... If there's something going on, I feel it on my skin. It's like... Vroom, vroom. If it does not happen, I'm not interested. Yeah. I need this to check first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good... <laughs> yeah it's something you don't think about sometimes i think right sometimes you think you can read it in in people's eyes but it's uh-uh. more powerful with the the energy the i feel this more on my skin yeah okay indian food or pizza oh are you this questions <laughs> Tricky. indian food yeah Even if I like Italy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so, so, so much. This was lovely. (laughs) This was it for Playful Podcast this week. But please follow, subscribe and listen to our next episode. And if you want to have a say about future artists or even ask your own question to one of our guests, follow us on Instagram and make sure to add your question when we lift our coming guests. Thank you so much for joining and see you next week. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.